Oh, top of the morning. Listening to Uncle Dust, Uncle Dust comedy. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful guy. It's a beautiful day. Okay, you woke up alive. You basically, you freaking won, dude. You beat the devil. All right. You fucking basically bent him over, railed him up his ass. He's gonna have to wait. He's gonna have to wait to battle out with the good Lord, Jesus H. Christ of Latter-day Saints, dude. And I'm not even Mormon. You know what I mean? You got to cover all your bases, dude. We need all the help you got in this world, dude. I'll pray to goddamn everybody, dude. I'll pray to that six-arm dude, the six-arm freaking Indian Indian dude over there in India. I even, I holler at him, dude. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? It, it's got to happen. You know what I mean? Allah, you know, I'll fucking throw a couple Allah Akbars in this bitch just to cover that fucking base, dude. You know what I mean? I'm not over here. You don't have to fuck a goat to be all about that all our life, dude. You know what I mean? Shout out to my motherfucking Muslim homies. Shout out to the fucking team fuckery and whatnots. You know? I'll, listen, I don't even know what's up with Jews, dude. I don't even know what they're doing. I don't even know what their, uh, what their God is. Is it like uh, the Hanukkah thing? They're praying to that candle? I think they pray to that candle. The fuck is that? The 12, 12 step, 12 step program, or no? The twelve, eight days, eight days of Hanukkah. I remember. I remember we used to shoot, play dominoes, shooting dice, not a drive-by, baby. You know, I remember. I remember that Jews, when I was little, would get like. There was a kid in the neighborhood uh, in, uh, I think I talked about it before, being in Vegas. When I was, I, got, I was born in Vegas, right? And then I had, uh, we lived in, and my mom going back and forth and, uh, from, you know, we'd get a pad and then she'd lose it. And so we were in Vegas uh, living in my grandma's, right? I was just a little, a little redheaded bastard running around just freaking... You know what I mean? Just punching kids in the chest, you know, just randomly. Randomly, I just, I, this is a true story. I used to freaking push my, uh, my sister didn't learn to walk until she was, I think she was damn near like four, right? I think you learned to walk at like what, eight, eight months? You learned to walk before a year if my memory uh, isn't all burned out from fucking drug use back in the day. And that's why this podcast is scatterbrained, because I'm I'm fucking scatterbrained, bro. I mean, it's how I it's just how I operate. So you're gonna have to you're gonna learn about that. You're gonna learn a lot of things about me, okay? And I look forward to uh, you know bringing some uh, bringing some light into the dark, dude. There's a lot of dark shit going on there. A lot of dark arts, you know. A lot of a lot of people pumping negativity. I see, especially online. Uh, well, I should say that online really equals out what I see in person because there are a lot of negative motherfuckers, dude. You know, just random ass negativity and uh, people that don't put out any energy. I mean, I went to go pick up a pie at uh, Domino's, right? Old fucking Dominiskis, old fucking Domoritos, right? Order a pie. Right, because they always fucking spam the shit out of your. Uh, how come? How come these motherfuckers are allowed to spam? But if I, God forbid, I uh, post something, try to get some traction on a Reddit, let's say, yeah, they consider that shit spam. So if I just, how do I buy? Listen, I would never do this, but it's like, how come I can't just buy a bunch of fucking emails? If I just bought a bunch of emails and just started sending them to everybody and their fucking mom, bro. That's like, that's like back in the day when we used to take the phone book and open that bitch up and just call everybody, you know? I wasn't even trying to sell anything. I should have been. I'm, I mean, I remember I was calling people. Dude, we'd call the fucking operator. We would call the operator and fucking talk shit, right? You know what I mean? Call them up like, fuck you, suck a dick. And then she'd be like, who is this? Eat a pussy, you know? Fucking faggot, you know? Fucking just random, random fucking 
kid shit. You don't even know what the fuck is going on. You're just talking shit. Like they they can't do nothing, right? Because we, we we didn't even use the phone. You could you didn't use the phone. Like these days, you just give a kid a phone when he can't even fucking wipe his ass right yet. This motherfucker don't know where to piss, dude. You know he can't even hit the bowl. You know what I mean? He's the those are the kids the the, the meme you see of the kid fucking uh like Spider Man and the shits hitting the hitting the ceiling, the pisses on the fucking door. I mean that's basically kids that we give fucking cell phones to and they're supposed to be oh call me if you're in trouble call me if a pedophile pulls up this motherfucker can't even zip his pants up dude he's catching his meat in his zipper all day and we want him to fucking you know what i mean like we're trusting him that they're gonna actually do what we say are you fucking kidding me this is the you know and i'm guilty hey listen i'm guilty of sin motherfuckers I'm guilty as a motherfucker. I do the same shit. I bought my, uh, my daughter had to wait. Here's the thing is my daughter is my, my oldest, you know, she's, uh, 22 now. She was born in, uh, what? Well, it doesn't really matter. She's born in the nineties. She was born in the nineties. Uh, and it's crazy. The difference in her demeanor and all around attitude compared to my son. Now my son is still in those ears, you know, he's 16 and everybody's a, an asshole at 16, dude. You know, you're fucking, uh, you're, you're, you're still figuring, you're, you're still figuring yourself out. You know what I mean? You're jerking off what it 10 times a day. I mean, minimum, you're fucking whacking that putty, dude. You're fucking stretching that monkey. I mean, it's, it's getting bad, right? I mean, I used to bang on his door too. I used to bang on his door. (laughs) Excuse me. I knew he'd be yelling, you know, like, where the fuck is Cassius? Where's my boy? Where's my boy at? You know? I haven't seen him in, like, uh, a couple hours. You know what I mean? Fucking, uh, don't hear any music. You don't hear any fucking, uh, extension playing. Or fucking, uh, whatever, whatever other, uh, dickheads hot in the streets that these kids are listening to that I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Like, I only thing I understand is the youth, right? I was bumping, what? What was I bumping when I was 16? Fucking, uh, duck down. You know what I mean? I was bumping buckshot, right? You can tell by the music. That was the era, you know? That was the era, man. It was just a beautiful time, right? So different. And I, it just, you know how they use the word woke? I think back then we were woke. I think back then we were. I think now, I, I, when they say woke, it means like complain, that's what it means to me. That's what I see. Anybody that ever complains about uh, my jokes, they're, I go, I'll fucking, they'll talk shit, and I'll go look, and it's like woke. Be on their, on their uh, online. I'm talking about online. In person? I mean, listen, I offend people a lot. Uh, it's just what it is, man. It's a different, it's, it's not, it, the times have changed. It has. I have, you have to admit it. The times have changed. It seems like the more that we get connected on the internet, the more we get uh, sissified. You know, we're 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 becoming a bitch, like as a whole, as a as a unit, as an American fucking culture. We're we're over here, you know. And it's like, you know, knock that shit off, man. Don't don't fucking if you don't like something, don't report it. If you're online and if you're in person, it's. And you know it's a joke, and you get offended. You should maybe look into yourself. That's something you got to question yourself. Why? Why the fuck am I so sensitive and soft? You know. And it's not like we all didn't go through that at some point. I mean, everybody's been offended by something at some point. It's just, what? What are you really doing, dude? What do you want to happen? That's where I see now where these people are. Uh, they even at a comedy club. I seen a guy. I seen a um, Nick DiPaolo. Nick DiPaolo, a comedian, uh, he's been around forever. He's been around since I was a kid. I remember watching him on, um, when Comedy Central first came out, that was like how most of us started seeing stand-up comics. There was only like five or, you know, well, there was, some of them got drafted on Saturday Night Live. You know, Steve Martin, the greats, right? I mean, uh, who else did you have on there? You know, of course, Eddie Murphy was there. These are all household names, man right, um, 
just outstanding, dude, that we grew up watching. But we really didn't know. Uh, as kids, you only knew, you could only name like five stand-up comedians. You know what I mean? And then Comedy Central came and they and they, they did do, they, they brought more comedy. Uh, they could uh, showcase it before they got big and started deciding just, hey, dude, we got to get into this politics and shit, which is pathetic. I mean, comedy and politics, dude, it just, it, it's hard to be done right, man. It's hard to be done right. Right, you can talk about culture, culture, but politics, man. You know, I, I don't know. But anyway, Nick DiPaolo released a a special uh, just recently. Check it out; it's fucking hilarious. It's called um, "Breath of Fresh Air," and of course, it's on YouTube. He released it free, right? Because everybody, it's amazing that people back in the day you'd have to pay twenty bucks for that shit, minimum, minimum. And now people just give away shit. It's amazing. Um, but that's how it is. I'm giving this away for free. You know what I mean? But anyway, he released that shit. He had somebody on the cover that was a... Uh, he. It looked like he's on stage. And then there's like five protesters. And they're like yelling at him with megaphones and signs. It's all taken from stock footage on, on the internet. You can just search protesters. And it's stock footage from what? Gettysburg? I believe I always take shit from it says Gettyburg. It's like uh, anybody can use it, right? It's open to everybody. I forget what that word is. There's a word for that open open season. Not to shoot everybody, but to use it. It's open. You know what I mean? You know. So that fucking uh, he re- he puts protesters on there, and there was a, a black dude with dreads, and and it looks like uh, Nick's flipping them all off, right? And there's like five. I think there's five or six. There's a woman, a man, this and that, right? A fucking dog, a tranny, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? A fucking cat, fucking cat mom, you know, half cat, half dog, fucking unicorn, right? Unicorn tranny, all types of fucking just insanity going on on there. And then uh, the guy ended up being, the one dude ended up being a dead uh, protester, right? That somebody left his image up. They left his image up. It'd be like if I die right now. Right? If you die and you put anything on Instagram, I guarantee it's going, it'll be stock footage, dude. They have stock footage forever of you, your mom, and anybody else you post it on the internet. You have to just deal with that. Once you put it on the internet, it's gone. You know what I mean? That's something that I had to learn. And it is what it is. I don't, I try not to put, I don't put as much, uh, I talk about personal shit. And it's like, whatever, dude. You just have to deal with it. Suck it up. But anyway, that dude was dead. He got shot on some street shit. He was a Black Lives Matter. Remember them dudes? I think they're gone now. I don't know what happened to them, dude. They were all over the news for a while, fucking, you know, doing this and that. And it, hey, in general, I get it. I get all these things. I get all these protesters, dude. In a way, I get it. But when they start um, committing violence, going against the law like that, I mean, just blatant. And then they're assholes, too. When you listen to them, they're not... This ain't no Huey Newton shit. Like, where you were like, that's a man. Like, when I looked at him, when I watched that, you know what I mean? I'm like, that was a man right there. He stood like a man. He fucking had respect like a man. You know, I don't look at these people. You know, a lot of them. A lot of them. It's like, that ain't even a man, dude. It's like some, you know, regurgitated nonsense they're spitting. And you're like, you gotta, you gotta carry yourself with respect to get respect, dude. People don't... It's just that. That's why messages don't go that far. It's because it, it gets bigger and bigger, and, and maybe it started out maybe it started out well, but it, it ends up like that. It's like whatever. But anyway, Nick DiPaolo fucking had a uh, boom. He fucking puts that shit on the cover. He puts it on the cover, and somebody realizes he didn't do it on purpose, and he takes it down. Somebody starts to complain. It was another comedian, some comedian slash feminist, which... The feminist supersedes the comedy, and it's a woman, and we know, come on, man. I mean, how many really women are funny, dude? They're awkward, but they're not funny. I mean, you laugh a little bit. You have to have, it's very rare. I'm not saying it can't happen, you know, but it, it's rare to be like that. And some people, some people just fucking, it's the sympathy laugh, dude. It's a fucking sympathy laugh. It's like, it's not earned. But who am I to tell someone what they want to laugh at or what they fucking care for or their perspective? You know, whatever. Maybe I'm just hard. Maybe I'm just hard on uh, on women. Maybe I need to start beating them. You know what I mean? 
I'm trying to start, I'm just playing. I would never fucking beat a woman. I'd brownhouse them, maybe in the chest. Right in the tits, dude. Just fucking spin kick, dude. Roadhouse. Swayze status. Oh, it's fucking Starbucks, dude. It ain't, it ain't that good. I'm not fucking with this roast, dude. I'm getting all fucking yuppie on a motherfucker. My wife tells me I'm a fucking, uh... I gotta finish this story. Uh, Nick, Nick fucking, um... He puts that out. They complain. I mean, and and instead of just saying, hey, dude... Instead of the comedian, which is the comedian, this is what, this is the problem, right? Is that she should have just... I wonder why she didn't DM him. If you're a comedian that has some name, which she does, I can't remember it. You know what I mean? But it's like, why wouldn't you just DM him? Maybe you have his phone number. Maybe you know exactly. He goes and does stand-up all the time in NY. And I believe the other comic was an NY comic. You know what I mean? That subway system I heard works really well. She could have just went and hollered at him and been like, yo... What's up with that cover? Did you know that that guy was a uh, dead man? You know what I mean? And it just, that would eliminate the whole, but everybody wants to be the the complainer, right? They want to be the moral high ground, the fucking, I'm better than you. You know, I'm fucking, uh, I got, I, I care more, right? I'm shit, I, I'm, uh, I'm standing up to the man, you know, and you got to be honest, dude. I mean, White people, white men are getting a bad, they're getting a bad right now, dude. They get it bad. You know, especially if you're, uh, I'm saying in entertainment, entertainment, and just in general, dude, if you listen to the news, it's like the white man's the devil and all this, and I make jokes about it my damn self. It's fucking hilarious, you know? The white man's fucking stealing your shit. If a black man wakes up and, you know what I mean, doesn't have his coffee, the white man did it. It's like, come on, man. That's the that's the that's the propaganda that keeps getting pumped on the news that keeps people divided, dude. That's the bottom line. I mean, you don't have to be a goddamn genius to recognize that, you know. But yeah, she could have just went and hollered at my man. I don't know why she didn't. That's uh, that's fucked up. I'm gonna blow a hoe dog. I'm gonna blow a ciggy while I'm fucking doing this, man. I gotta stop smoking. I say that shit too many times. Too many times. Man, I hope everybody's having a beautiful day, man. It's a good day to be alive. What did I watch yesterday, dude, I wanted to talk about? Crazy Rich Asians. I tried to watch. I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I've seen it everywhere. And I, and it's like a... Uh, I think I might have talked about this the other day. It's just like some white... It's white people with Chinese eyeballs. You know, you take like the... <laughs> It's like, <laughs> they're white, dude. I look at them. That's how I view shit like that. And I sh- maybe I shouldn't, but it's fucking hilarious when I see this shit. These fucking cornball movies, they're so fucking corny. And they put that title, of course, to get the Asian viewer, you know. And it's like, this, they're just selling uh, the American culture. It's like Hollywood propaganda. It's, it's fucking, it's beautiful. Uh, you know what? What was it? Uh, you, oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's what I was watching. Was I watching that? Yeah, NY. It was an NY. Uh, they were talking about. I was. Oh, this is it. I caught a one of these. Uh, these Democrats was on TV on Trevor Noah talking about fucking uh, two hundred dollars. They want to give $200 to each citizen to vote instead of having private funding, which is a great idea, dude. I mean, I'm with this. You know, that's a lot of, a lot of time that's where the Democrats fail is not coming up with authentic ideas. They just keep, you know, whatever the Republicans are doing, they just go against it, you know. And there's certain things on both sides that are good, but nobody ever delivers it right. Nobody ever, you know, they never hammer it home with nail the right the right things to pick. There's like certain things on each side that they both go hard for. This one was a nice original idea, man. I approve of this shit. $200, $200 that goes to every citizen that they can give no private funding. And that's how they back their candidate. But here's the thing. You could do that right now, right? You could do that. You could do that right now. You could not take funds. She was talking about, uh, we got to cut out private funding and, and, uh, 
I gotta give I gotta give Trevor the credit for that because he was like, uh, well, you could do that right now. Why don't you do it right now? Right? Don't take private funding. Just take it from the public. Just take it from uh, no corporations. Only citizens is is my point. Right? And of course she smiles. She's looking at the camera. She's looking at the audience. She got her points down, dude. She's one of these fucking you know pieces of shit. You know, it's like an entertainer. They 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 say things that are entertaining. I hate when they do that. They talk about spark ideas. They're not sparking nothing. They're sparking outrage. It's never a problem solved, right? It's just to bring attention whatever they're talking about, dude, which is usually rape, you know. You're getting fucked. Your money's getting taken. You know, your kids are dying. This, that, and the third. But they don't have anything to solve it. They don't have any real uh, meat. There's no meat and potatoes in their uh, in their in their speech there. Anyway, rest in peace to uh, my man Patrice O'Neill. Man had a bucket. Uh, he was another comic, great comic. Died in uh, what about ten, ten years ago or so. I mean, I love this dude. I listen to him. I still listen to him to this day uh, online on uh, Opie and Anthony. He had thousands of appearances, probably. All online. They're all online. Check that shit out. But he had a uh, Show Me the Money. It was the uh, documentary that was supposed to happen. And they crowdfunded it with Indiegogo. And uh, I gotta put my shoes on. And they, um, you know, his girlfriend, he didn't have any, he had a kid, a stepkid that was hers that she, he was raising. And this lady, when he died, uh, wasn't married to him, tried to start making a uh, documentary, so she took, um, she was taking, she did an Indiegogo, you know, and of course, it was like $130,000, dude, 130 grand, that's not, that's not, that's a lot of money, uh, dude, I see people do great documentaries online, on YouTube for cheap, cheap as hell. And it didn't happen. It didn't. It didn't go through. 130. It was 130 grand. You know. And and Patrice never wanted any of Hollywood to mess with his ideas, his creativity. You know. And respect in his in his respect in his memory. They should have not dealt with Hollywood at all. Right. Done it themselves. And just put it out on YouTube. Reddit. You could have put it on his web page. Right? You could have done little snippets. I mean, I could have done that, man. Shit. I mean, these free apps these days, you know. But instead, they're trying to go big. And all I seen when I was... when I Every time I see Von Carlo Brown, you know, she she's hot. She's hot, right? Is that she wants to be a comedian. And she wants to have... Uh, she wants to be famous. And she'll do it by any means. Even shitting on her... Uh, Shitting on Patrice's legacy, uh, whatever they say, legacy. I don't like that word. In his memory, right? He was already funny before he died. You know, he's funny now. Luckily, he put it all on the internet, right? You can go back and listen to all that, man. If there's any fans of uh, Patrice O'Neill, I recommend you, uh, you go check that out. It's it's uh it's dry. It's called uh, Better Than Better Than You, the documentary. But it never got made. And they never got the money back, so they never gave the money back to the uh, to the fans. And, they, and like uh, the way these pieces are so fucking funny, <laughs> they freaking do like you donate a certain amount of money, right? If say you donate a hundred bucks, you get a fucking a, a, a sketch. It looked like a kid sketched a, a fat black dude. It's supposed to be Patrice, right? In like a frame they bought from fucking Michaels, and you're like, it's this shit, dude. Yeah, you know I mean, so for a thousand bones, you, you know, what I mean, you get like what, right? A fucking donut. It's like a donut that had a bite out of it that Patrice left, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, come on, man, come on, man. Are you fucking kidding me? Mmm. These fucking, you know, who had a good one on that was uh, fucking Sam Hyde, the comedian Sam Hyde who's banned on everything, uh, I thought he was great, dude, I mean, he had some original shit, it was just that, that Hollywood hated him, Hollywood hated him, the media hated him, he never got any good press, you know, because he had, he made jokes about everything, 
right? And so you start offending everybody, and pretty soon motherfuckers just hate that shit. But he, he used to go on to Indiegogo and GoFundMe and find, you know, uh, somebody that put, you know, they wanted to have a, uh, they wanted to be a, a, they wanted to build a, a yoga retreat in South Carolina, and they're not even a yoga instructor or, you know, fucking weird shit and then make fun of it and just rip it to shreds man and they're still online i believe and he it was fucking hilarious these motherfuckers you know they don't know you know they don't know anything i mean but what what are you gonna do i had to go fund me i had to go fund me when i was having a rough time you know what i mean i gotta and i get it it is what it is but uh you can check that out man sam hyde uh, million dollar extreme great uh it's funny it's a little it's not for fucking softies right it's it's uh, some it's some good shit fucking looking for a pad still you know looking for a house is weird man you know cuz uh, basically if you have bad credit you're it used to be you could put a deposit down right if you fucked off your credit told the landlord to go fuck himself, you know, left furniture in the house, uh, they would charge you for it after you moved out, right, and, uh, they charge mechanic prices, bro, they charge 60 bucks an hour to move out, you know, a bag of trash, and they charge you, like, per hour per item, and so you'd end up with, like, a 500 bill for them moving out, you know, two bags of trash, and, uh, a fucking recliner you left, and you're like, right, so then, Used to be, if you had debt to the landlord, they might up your deposit. But these days, what they're doing, I'm finding out, is an eviction is just like, it's the same, right? So either you get, if you've gotten evicted, or you owe money to a previous landlord, they automatically deny your application. There's not, not even a discussion. There's a lot of homeless motherfuckers, dude, that, that have money. They have thousands of dollars coming in, and they cannot get a pad. Like, they don't have a credit to buy a home, Right? So, like me, I'm paying right now. I'm li- I'm staying in a motel, dude. I'm paying uh, per day because I can't fan- find a pad. You know, go figure. What's wrong with the world, dude? It's going to collapse. It's going to be overrun. With, I mean, there's going to be so many homeless that can't get a home because they don't have... They have money, but they don't have credit. You know, you don't have enough money to pay off the whole... I don't have enough money to pay off the whole debt at once. And... They don't give you a letter anymore. They used to give you... You started paying your debt. The cocksucking creditor would give you a letter saying, Hey, this dude's uh, made a deal. He's paying He's paying us back. You know, let him in. Let him in. And you give that to the new landlord. But motherfuckers, they'd get that, get that letter. Then they'd uh, get their pad. And then they'd not pay the, the landlord. So what happened was I talked to the creditor. I called him up and was talking to him. And he said, Hey, we used to do that. But this is what happened. So we just don't do that anymore. You have to pay the whole thing off, then we'll give you the letter. You know what I mean? So it's going to take me, I don't know, shit. It's going to take me a year. I'll be living in a motel for a fucking year if it, if it stays like this. How's your life doing? You know? Oh, well. Could be worse. I could have AIDS in my dick. I could have herpes. You know what I mean? Could be a Jew. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, fucking right by Denny's, dude. Denny's is a shit show. Denny's always fucks up everything, dude. Even if it's even if it's something like a fucking pancake, and somehow they can fuck that shit up. I went over there, got a, a biscuit and gravy. That shit was looking like diarrhea. You know, the biscuit was hard. My wife almost chipped her tooth on a fucking. Uh, she likes these pancake bites. They dip them in, uh, dip them in like frosting, right? It's like fattening the shit. It's fucking, they're fucking delicious though, dude, when they're done, and I'm like, how do you fuck these up, they're just balls of dough that are already pre-rolled, they just throw them in the deep fryer, I don't know how it got hard, it had to be sitting there, they had to make them, and then they just sat them there, you know, trying to beat the, uh, beat the customer, and they just let it sit there, so my wife fucking bites into it, almost breaks her fucking tooth, dude, <laughs> she fucking like my fucking tooth, <laughs> and we had it, oh, fucking hilarious dude it was some fucked up shit oh i gotta put my teeth in getting old dude denture game i'm trying to get a sponsorship from uh from denture uh fix it in i'm trying to get a sponsorship you know 
the worst when you have dentures is leaving the house without them. It's like you forget your wallet. That's what happens after you you've healed up after they yank your fucking chompers out. You know what I mean? They yank them out. Fucking give you all your teeth in a bag, right? Like put this under your pillow for the fucking tooth fairy to come. And uh, then you then you got your gum holes look like you're having a period in your mouth, dude. They're fucking leaking crazy, you know. And boom, pretty soon they're healed. It takes like a month after they rip your teeth out to heal, right? They ripped out like what they rip out twelve of my teeth, I think, dude. Twelve pieces, I should say. It wasn't twelve whole teeth. <laughs> I gotta set this down. Hold on. You know, it was like 12, 12 teeth. They fucking rip them all out. It's a fucking Korean. I called him the Korean. Uh, the Korean Hitler, this dude, you know what I mean, had no bedside manners, he's like a fucking stone cold killer, man, coming straight out of Pusan, coming straight out of Pusan, a motherfucker named Wang Drop, that'll pull your teeth out and never stop, you know, <laughs> fucking cocksucker, cocksucker fucking no, no bedside manners, you know, no, no, you're just a fucking customer, right, and you're getting teeth yanked, Fucking insane, man. Yanks all my fucking teeth, you know. Jam some gauze in them holes. Look like tampons in your mouth. You know, slaps you on your ass. Tells you to have a nice day. You know, that's how they're rolling. That's uh, a dental, dental 101, Woke up and Black Mass was on. Black Mass with uh, Johnny Depp. Fucking great movie about the Irish mob in uh, Boston. You know, fucking like the, it's like The Departed, but a little more personal. You know, it's fucking dope. You know, but, but Johnny Depp looks like a fucking, like a zombie, bro. It looks like they made him to make him, they wanted to make him look like a, because they wanted him to be like a horror, right? Like a scary movie. Right, because he's a murderer. He's fucking, he's burying fucking these Irish left and right, dude. Burying these fucking these Italians, these wops and shit. He's fucking burying them all. It's fucking outstanding, you know. And uh, man, I'm fucking hungry, man. My stomach's hurting. Good God, fat man, greasy. Oh, and uh, he's uh, he's straight up fucking. Looks like a fucking dickhead, man. They fucked up on his makeup. They fucked up on everything. I mean, it's a great movie. Johnny Depp plays it good. You know? His kid dies. Excuse me. His kid dies in it. You know? He has a kid. Oh, fuck. Close that shit. Fucking piece of shit-ass hotel, dude. You know what's good about living in a hotel, though? You can fucking, uh, you get you get all the towels you can use. Never have to do laundry with the uh, towels. So you can use them for anything, dude. Jerk rags. You know what I mean? Fucking bloody noses. Right? Wipe your ass with them. It's fucking beautiful. It's a great thing. I have fucking abused the towel service. They didn't know I was coming, you know? And I always throw, I'll throw a buck to the maid, you know? These motherfuckers around here ain't tipping, man. I'm in the goddamn travel lodge. They ain't tipping nothing. You know what I mean? Goddamn scoundrels. Scallywags. You know what I mean? Bunch of fucking cocksmiths. They ain't even smithing. They're not even cocking. They're smith cocks. You know? They're a bunch of fucking cocksucks, dude. Nobody raised them. They still don't know how to wipe. Tip of the day. Learn how to wipe, man. You know? It's very... If you go back to front, you're going to have shitty balls. If you go front to back, it might be up your back. So don't take your shirt off. You might have a shit stain right up the back. And that ain't good. That's not good. You know what I mean? Girls don't like that. You're not going to be a player. And if you're a female and you're wiping, you're going to wipe your whole vag. You know what I mean? You're going to have a snail trail up your back. Is that what you want? Is that the type of legacy you're trying to leave? I don't think so. I think you're better than that. I think you're the man. I think you're the girl. I think you're the female. All right? Get your shit together. Fucking dangerous pieces of shit, dude. Why do I have fucking condoms 
on my fucking nightstand, dude? That's the question. I wonder if my... You know, back in the day, I remember when I was little. I must have been like eight. I don't know if I told this story before. I was uh, in Vegas, right? I was, I was, uh, you know, being a lost, lost soul, just roaming around the streets, dude. Probably like, you know, six in the morning. I just get up, leave the house, you know, eat a bowl of fucking life cereal, start my day just wandering the streets. Like, who wants to fucking kidnap? Nobody ever wanted to kidnap me. That's how you know you weren't good looking. If you didn't get kidnapped and molested at least once, dude, you ain't good looking. So don't, don't, don't tell me nothing, dude. All right. I know I I know I didn't I didn't I didn't get I didn't ever got scooped up in a van man, you know, I did get my naughty touched by a neighbor one time dude, you know, and then I had another dude try to fucking um try to show me uh he was always showing me porno mags at like fucking you know we were like nine we were like nine riding our fucking dirty BMX bikes with dirty ass fucking rings around our mouths from fucking Kool Aid, you know what I mean and fucking. Dirty-ass fucking BMX bitches. You know what I mean? Just fucking dirt jumping the shit out of stuff. And we fucking pulled up at my boy's house. I remember his, he was, uh, his last name was French. And I used to always be like, how the fuck does he have a last name French? And he ain't French, this fucking guy. <laughs> so dumb. Such a fucking idiot, man. I'm so retarded, right? So we go over there, you know, and I'm like trying to get, you know, because it's hot. I'm like, come on, man, let us get some fucking Kool-Aid, dude. What's up? Throw some fucking Kool-Aid our way, you know what I mean? That's all we want. You know, we were, like, building a, a quarter pipe. We were building, like, a, a, for skating. You know, skating, it was at the height. It, it wasn't at the height, but it was pretty, it was getting there. Right before the 90s, man. Shit was popping off. You know, I'm on my bike, my fucking, uh, Huffy, then my fucking, uh, biological, uh, Billy, Billy Badass, you know, bought me, riding around, just fucking like a lost dog, in Vegas, back streets of Vegas, you know, Spring Valley, and we go over there, dude, and his uncle's like, you know, sit down, you know, sit down, I'm like, you know, I don't know, dude, feeling creepy, you feel it, like, you feel it as a kid, you know, you're scared, you're a little scared, but you feel it, you're like, man, you know, my balls shouldn't be, uh, I shouldn't be scared, dude, my, my, my balls are trying to hide my ass, and this dude wants me to sit down, he's like 50, you know, so you sit like way on the other side of the room, dude, and then I remember my friend went to go get the drinks, so I'm sitting there alone with this guy, right, and he's fucking, you know, all of a sudden, you know, here comes the fucking porno mags, they're sitting all over the coffee table, you know, oh, you like what you see, I don't even know what the fuck it is, dude, just, you know what I'm saying? I like the, I don't even know, dude. It's not making my dick twitch yet. You know? And you know what? That might be why I fucking started uh finding them in the desert. I started finding porn in the desert, dude. Fucking boning them. But I didn't get I didn't get my naughty touch, dude. Thank God. But he tried he was like, come sit over here. And I was like, hell no, motherfucker. Hey, that shit ain't happening. Man. Those were some good times, but fucking scary times, dude. But, listen, just because you get your naughty touched, man, and they give you, like, a piece of candy, you should be thankful, man. I mean, you know, I didn't, I I never got my booty hole took, so that's a plus, you know. If you just get your pecker touched, you know, you can walk that shit off, dude. You know what I mean? Go do a couple jumps on your bike, grab a Sunny D, you know. Fuck this shit. Get over it. Don't be a victim. Even if you're a victim, don't be a victim. No victim mentalities, man. Fuck that noise, you know, be a goddamn soldier, suck it up, dude, life's too short, you know, but, uh, hey, Halloween back then, in the 80s, was the best, dude, we had a guy in the neighborhood, we were on a cul-de-sac, and I remember the neighbor across the street was a, one was a realtor that had a kid named Robbie, his mom's name was Gretchen, uh, I forget what they were, man, some kind of fucking overseas Spanish motherfuckers, not the, they were like the, uh, the Mexicans that think they're better than the, uh, Mexicans, right, they're like the fucking super grade Mexican, right, because they, they always think, that they always, every other Spanish that comes over, you know, they, they always knock the, the Mexicans, it's always, it's, it's always fun to learn this, you know, the same with the Puerto Ricans, the Puerto Ricans hate being called Mexican, dude, and they, they will, if you do, they will get downright 
fucking racist with Mexicans, dude. They will start dropping wetbacks and all types of shit. It's it's fucking funny as shit. And you're like, God damn, son, it's like that. Do you even know? You know any Mexican? It doesn't matter. They're over here being Rican, dude. They're over here Puerto Rican the shit out of things, man. They don't give a fuck. You know, so uh, that was Gretchen, Robbie, boom. That motherfucker used to bite. That's all, man. Oh, that fucking cock sucked, dude. He was a little, he was like a couple years older, dude. My mom hated him. My mom hated him, and for good reason. You, your, parents, your parents know something. You know, they know that the kids are up to something, and in a bad way. You know what I mean? And uh, he used to fucking, you know, we'd play, have a, have a sleepover. You know, I'd ask my mom, hey, man, can Robbie sleep over? Yeah, Robbie was excited. You know why? Because he'd come over, right, and we'd be playing G.I. Joe's, right? And i have my G.I. Joe's, and he'd have his G.I. Joe's. And he would say that, he would go, you know, I know these are mine because I, I bite the hands. He would bite the hands, you know, so he could tell the difference, he said. But really, see, this is how you know he's probably in jail right now because of this this mentality. He would do that. So that he, when you played with him, he would, when you got up and left, turn your back, take a piss, dude, go take an eight-year-old piss, right, in the, in the bathroom, that he would bite your hands. He would bite your guy's hands. So every time you took a piss, you'd have one less G.I. Joe. And pretty soon you only had like three G.I. Joes because he knew that you were going to call him out. He'd say that. He'd already have it set up. Because he had told his mom, hey, mom, I bite my G.I. Joes. Aren't I fucking smart? Because I, I want to know which ones are mine. So they don't take mine, mom. Fucking cunt. You know what I mean? Motherfucker scandalous, dude. It's probably, I hope he's in jail right now. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Fucking hey, dude. So he knew that when you caught him and you've been like, yo, get my motherfucking G.I. Joes, dude. You know, real American hero type shit over here, dude the fuck you think this is, I need bazooka, you know, I need roadblock, duke, right, you know, spirit, snake eyes was the hardest to get, dude, snake eyes was the hardest, dude, I went everywhere, everywhere for, oh my bad, not snake eyes, quick kick, dude, when quick kick came out, shut it down, bro, shut it the fuck down, dude, garbage pail kids were popping off at the time, man, I went to Toys R Us, dude, I had my grand drive me to like three stores, bro, I was like, Gran, I gotta get quick kick, you know, and she loved me, she loved me to death, dude, so she, she'd smash me out, right, and they were like $2.99, you got them on sale, they were $2.99, imagine that, dude, $2.99, which is probably, you know, what is it now, it's gotta be double, that's crazy, when, back in the day, when your, when your parents would say, yeah, I used to get candy for a fucking nickel, <laughs> and now it's, we're gonna be saying, we used to get candy for a quarter, you know, when it was on sale, 35 cents, they were like 35 cents when I was little, you know, a fucking snicker bar, 35 cents. How much is it now? A dollar. That's three times. And I'm not even, what, it's been 30 years? In 30 years, candy bars have fucking tripled, dude. What kind of shit is that? So my man Robbie, you know, he fucking knew he was going to tell his mom to get get to my dudes, get to my motherfucking my soldiers, my team, my squad, you know what I mean, those were my fucking everything, dude, I fucking love G.I. Joe, fuck, dude, I was all about that G.I. Joe life, dude, you couldn't tell me nothing, every day watching that fucking show, dude, real American hero, G.I. Joe was there, you know what I mean, Tomox and Zamok came out, what, the twins, dude, are you fucking kidding me, son, Shit got real when Tomox and Zamok came out, dude. They had a grappling hook that you could put from, like, one little fucking branch in the ground, little tree, little mini tree to another one, dude, and make them grapple over there. Couldn't tell me nothing, dude. There was a fucking magazine called Kung Fu. It came out every month, dude. It was fucking dope, right? I wanted to be, I wanted to be, everybody wanted to be Bruce Lee, dude. You wanted to be Bruce Lee. But more than that, I wanted to be a goddamn ninja, dude. All right, I wore a ninja a ninja suit when it wasn't even Halloween. I just put it on. Then I finally it took me years of just badgering my mom, dude, 
to get me some fucking uh, not nunchucks. She wouldn't get me nunchucks, but she she'd get me. Well, she'd get me the rubber ones, right? But I wanted the fucking knock a motherfucker out status. You know what I mean? Which I probably would have fucking broke my own fucking nose and knocked my teeth out. You know, my fucking goofy ass when I was little, man. I still am. What are you gonna do? You know. But I finally got her to buy. Chinese stars, dude, real ones, man, and I was fucking maniac with them shits, dude, in the door, I, you know, I, we were in an apartment, my mom would let me do it, you know, my grand, that shit ain't happen, my grandpa would fuck me up, my grandpa would pick me off the ground by my hair, bro, he would, he wasn't playing that shit, but that Kung Fu magazine, man, you flip through it, and it had, you know, awesome shit, then you'd get to, like, the ads, and there was, like, how to be a ninja, and it would tell you, like, how to walk, how to step, how to be quiet, you know, how to, you know, how to search for people, this and that, you know, so I'm, I'm sucking all that up, eating it up, bro, I'm ready to do damage, son, I'm ready to creep up on a motherfucker, right, and I got my outfit, my sashes, you know what I mean, and, uh, boom, I fucking get, um, in the back, you could order shit from who knows where, always out of state, you know, I'm in Nevada, it's somewhere out of state, I remember that there being sales tax in other states when there wasn't in Nevada, I always remember that, like, don't order anything from California before we moved here, and it was like, you know, eight, eight and a half percent back then, I think, it was like, oh man, I ain't paying that, dude, you know what I mean, I'm gonna have to fucking hustle up some more money, you know, somehow sell some gum, right, sell some candy, some baseball cards to get up there, and sure as shit, dude, they had fucking um, these, uh, originally, they were, like, supposed to be that you tied them on, like, you could tie one on your end of your finger and one on your other finger, and it had a little cap in the middle, right, and you pulled them, and it made a pop, but when you're a kid, and your imagination is running wild, you think that you could tie them on your doorknob, you could tie it, and you're supposed to, when you're ninjaing, when you're getting your fucking ninja on, right, I'm getting my dirty ginger ninja self going, you tie them on doors, so when you're, after you, you say you're sneaking into a compound, right, to assassinate, you know, the fucking, the bad guy, the head bad dude, Mr. Big, every time you go through a door, you put these, you tie it on a door handle, and then one on the other side of the door, so when it opens, it pops and alerts you, so you can get your ninja self out of there, right, or be ready for combat, listen, it didn't, I never took over Mr. Big, those things only led to, you know, because you're a kid, dude. You, 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 like, put them in your sister's room. I'm, like, tying them to her Barbies, you know. I got them everywhere in her room, dude. I I, I would have put one on her face if I could have, you know what I mean? I was always fucking with her, you know. Always fucking with her, dude. I put them on, I was trying to, like, wherever the cat walked, right? I wouldn't tie him to the cat. Like, I wasn't that mean, but I'd like, if I seen where he was, like, his mission, he would always fucking step over it, dude. I'd be on the ground, like, staring at him. Like, come here, Rusty. <laughs> come here, little Kit Kit. Come here, little Kit Kit. Like, trying to get him to walk that way. And I'm glad it never happened, man. I might have blew his fucking face off, and I'd have felt bad as shit, dude. I'd have felt horrible. You know? But when you're a kid, fucking A, dude. You know? Your imagination's running wild. You don't know exactly the damage that you're, you're gonna, it could happen. You know, I wasn't fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, dude. I wasn't taking the cats and, you know, like tie, like hog tying them, <laughs> hog tying the Kit Kit. Come here, little Kit Kit. Let me hog tie your ass, you little bastard. You know, you know what I did do though. I used to when he when he was taking a shit, when Rusty, little Rust dog. I was our all our cats were always named Rusty, dude. We always named him Rusty. I don't know why I, I like that name. Maybe. I don't know why. Maybe Dusty, because my name's Dusty. I called him Rusty. We were naming him Rusty. So we always had, like, every cat was just Rusty 1, Rusty 2, Rusty 3, Rusty 4. <laughs> but Rusty, Rusty was, uh, oh, and then before that, we had Sandy. So after Sandy died, we got Rusty, and then Rusty started. Rusty 1, 2, 3, 4. And Rusty, when he take, when he, when, sometimes he would, the one of, you know, it, it wouldn't be every Rusty, but some of our Rusties were outdoor cats, some were indoor, Right? Outdoor guys learned to get out of the house. The other ones had to take a shit in a box in the house, indoors, indoor kit kit, right? King of the fucking goddamn household jungle. Man, you're just a wild animal trapped inside. 
Shit, I could imagine, dude. I, I can't be inside that long, let alone a fucking cat that can never go outside his whole life. You know? And so we we got him. And, uh, you know, I'm a little kid, dude. I, like, follow him around, fuck with him. You know, you're playing with cats all the time like kids do and rubbing their fucking bellies till they bite you. You know what I mean? Oh, my, the fucking Rusty 7 bit me. You know, get you on the face good. You know, you got to rock that shit at school and you just want to fucking punch that cat in the face, dude. You want to you wanna fucking haul off. Oh, I got to cut this shit. I can only record for 50 minutes. Anyway, let me finish this shit real quick. So homeboy would, uh, when I'd catch him, I'd catch him, like, I'd, you know, I'd be messing with him and he'd bite me or whatever. And whenever he scratched me, which I would, I provoked him, I would follow him to the cat box while he was taking a shit and sneak up on him and just fucking wobble him. You just put your fingers on him ever so gently and just kind of nudge him. And he would sway like a building, like Tower 7, 911 status, 911, dude. He just kind of wobbled back and forth. <laughs> Woo. Oh, good times, dude. Childhood memories. Get a bar. I'm Uncle Dust, man. I'm going to run. Uh, I'll holler at you guys, uh, you know, tomorrow, maybe. Uh, the next day, I got I to gotta find a place to live, dude. I got to start searching again. Get something to eat, man. I hope everybody's good. Have a beautiful day. You know what I mean? Um, Shit. I don't know how to do promo, but uh, if you like this, I guess share it. Uh, If you don't, don't, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I I think it's in the bio. If not, it's Dustin Grime. Just search Uncle Dust Comedy. I think you could find it. It's not like I'm fucking anybody. You know, I'm just a dude on the dude making jokes, dude. Uh, Appreciate you guys listening, man. You know, don't be a cunt. That's the motto. You know, if you don't like something, don't look. I'm not saying child rape, obviously, dude. I'm saying online. If somebody says something you don't like, dude, you don't have to. Hey, just fucking whatever, you know. If it's offensive, whatever. Don't trip. You know what I mean? It's just words, man. Like my mom used to say, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me, man. Need to bring that back. You know what I'm saying? All right, players. Team Fuckery, Salutskis, you know. Uh, shout out to everybody on the gram. My wife, love you. I don't know why I'm doing this like a fucking goddamn award speech. <laughs> Whew, I'm fucked up. Anyway, Salutskis, I'm gonna get some coffee, get something to eat, drop some goddamn heat. Uh, you know, have a beautiful day, man. Uncle Dust out.